This season of The Wedding Digest is brought to you by Wedbooker, the only place to find and book your dream wedding venue and suppliers online. Go to wedbooker.com. Hey, lovely podcast listeners, Lucy and wedding planner Ali here for our final season of The Wedding Digest for 2020. Oh my God, so many of us are ready to see the back of this year, but there have certainly been some silver linings and for us that has been starting The Wedding Digest podcast. Yes, we have absolutely loved being in your ears every week, bringing you tips from some of our favourite wedding suppliers and interviews from some incredible brides-to-be, including Nadia Fairfax, Elle Ferguson, Olivia Molly Rogers, Maddie J and so many anymore and just really riding this crazy and unpredictable time together. Yeah, well, we do hope you found the pod insightful and hopefully it has also helped to keep you inspired during a year which, well, let's face it, has been less than inspiring. But we will be back fresh in 2021 with hopefully no pandemic to contend with, just a jam-packed year of weddings. Exactly. And now we're going to wrap this year up on a high. In this final episode, we are focusing on how to feel fit and fabulous when you walk down the aisle. Yeah, now we know how important it is for brides and grooms to feel confident on their wedding day. So we caught up with the delightful, vibrant and super fit Lauren Hannaford. Loz is a personal trainer, founder of the online fit program, that's F-H-I-T, and also a mum-to-be. Fun fact, she's also married to Simon the Red Wiggle. And Loz gives us a reality check on when you should really be starting a fitness and health program and how long it takes to notice some changes. The good news mm-hmm. is it's less time than you think. She also <laughs> shares her tips on how to make it through the festive season without undoing all of your hard work. Loz's passion and energy for life is so contagious and her approach to overhauling our health and fitness is also super relatable and achievable. So we hope you love this chat, guys. Lauren Hannaford, thank you so, so much for joining us. So excited to get you on the podcast and get all your thoughts on how to get fit and feel amazing in time for your wedding day. Yay! Thank you so much for having me. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. (laughs) The first question that I wanted to ask is what's the most common question you get asked by brides and grooms when they come to you wanting to get fit before their wedding day? Uh, The most common question would be how quickly can I do it? (laughs) How do I get the most extreme results in the shortest time? (laughs) With the least amount of effort, of course, right? With the least amount, like something that I don't have to commit to but can uh, achieve in the next week. (laughs) Um, So then you've got a challenge ahead of you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, Oh, how do I answer this question in a positive way? <laughs> Without breaking your heart. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. No, but that that would actually be the most common thing. Uh, I think people are so um, involved in getting everything else ready and um, racing around to get to the big day that they then sort of the, the exercise fitness side of things sort of falls to the wayside because they're just busy. Uh, and then they kind of get that panic mode of how am I going to feel on the day in my dress or in my suit and how do I get the the quickest results uh, in the shortest amount of time is, yeah, yeah, yeah that would definitely be the main question. <laughs> 
That that doesn't surprise me at all, actually. <laughs> so on that, I guess um everyone does have their own body goals, whether that's, you know, wanting to lose an extra couple of kilos or or maybe it's about focusing on toning up your arms so you feel great in that halter neck dress. Um, but I guess what's more important than just looking good is also feeling really happy and healthy and super confident when you're walking down the aisle and all eyes are on you. So how important is it really to take that holistic approach when you are you know setting those goals for yourself uh it, it, it's super important that's the thing that I always um talk to people about first is remind them that it's about how they feel not how they, that that last squiz in the mirror before they walk down their aisle looks it's about <laughs> how they're feeling they should be able to you know put on their dress or put on their suit and get ready to walk down the aisle without actually having to look in the mirror to judge themselves on how they're looking at that point they should be able to just feel uh, really confident and know that in their skin they look good because of how they're feeling so it, yeah, that holistic approach is super important and, and the main thing that I talk about is for people to understand why they're wanting to achieve those results. If they understand why it is, then uh, they, they can stick to a program to, to get that feeling for their big day. Yeah, that yeah. makes so much sense. So then if someone was to come to you and they'll go saying, you know, I want to lose a few kilos, I just want to feel better from the inside out, and you were to suggest to them a program and some different changes, how simple is it for a bride to then make those healthy changes to their lifestyle? I talk about why, why they want to. I, I think it's super important that you have an emotional connection to what it is that you're wanting to achieve. Like you can simply say, you know, well, I want to lose five kilos by my wedding day. And you have to kind of think, well, why, why do I want to understand why you may not be necessarily happy with where you're at at the moment? And what is the reason, the deep kind of seated emotional reason to uh, why it is that you want to do it so that you can keep that consistency up um, to achieve those results. So yeah, again, it again lends itself to why really understanding um, what the goal is that's not just on the surface of weight loss. How long would it usually take someone like that to see results from some sort of workout program? And I completely appreciate, obviously, everyone's a little bit different. But if you're just trying to shed that extra few kilos that you've put on recently, is there a bit of a time frame you can give us on how quickly you can see results? Yeah, there is a bit of time. It, it usually is probably like two to three weeks um, if you um, really sort of knuckle down and um, focus on exercising and eating healthy. But it's a, it's again, it's about being consistent for that period of time. It's not, um, you know, just like exercising every single day as hard as you possibly can and eating nothing. Like that yeah. is going to potentially um, have you lose weight quickly, but you're going to feel really crap. So you're still yeah. not going to be happy with with what the results are that you're seeing or you actually might not be able to see them very clearly because you're so <laughs> tired. <laughs> Fuzzy vision. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it is, it is usually um, about that two to three week uh, time frame to to be able to see those results and and also because it's also based on the feeling as well you feel those results so then you actually start to see them and it's also that two to three week time frame that 
um, where people kind of fall off the wagon. So if you haven't seen it by the two weeks, you might need to push through to that third or fourth week to really notice it because everyone is different. Um, mm. But yeah, I think if you if you focus and stay consistent, it it usually is two to three weeks to start to notice and feel those differences. I think um, a lot of brides listening would be quite happy to hear that because most would assume that it might take a little bit longer than two to three weeks. So I guess if, if you are listening and you think you've left it too late and your wedding's next month, uh, the good news is it's not too late. But I guess ideally, Loz, it is uh, better if you start earlier than that. From your, your perspective, how far out from your wedding day should you start a program? The second that you think about it is when is when you should start. I, I, it, it's hard to put a time frame on um, those sorts of things because I think it is about uh, an all-round uh, lifestyle and consistent um, thing to do uh, so that you're not just kind of thinking, oh, I'm eight weeks out or three, you know, three months out. You want to really hammer it down and then you get to the wedding day and then you just not do anything after that. You want to be able to create a consistent routine that continues after your wedding day. So you're, you're creating a, lot, a healthy lifestyle that is ongoing. So you feel good on the wedding day, but also uh, you know that it's not going to stop after that and you're going to continue to feel good and continue to work on yourself. So it, it's, yeah. Hard, yeah, it's hard to put a specific time frame, but the second that you think, should I start a program? Start one. We all know that saying that abs are made in the kitchen. So then how important is nutrition versus fitness? Do we all have to hit the gym and be burning heaps of calories every day or can you just change your eating habits and possibly get the results you're after? Having both of them uh, working together is is the best option, but you can definitely get results by uh, really focusing on uh, your nutrition because what you eat does directly affect uh, your energy levels, your ability to exercise and be active. If you're not um, eating nutritious food, then you're not going to have that energy to train. Uh, but I do... Uh, if you if your diet or you know what needs a, a massive overhaul, I tell people to kind of take it one meal um, at a time. So if you if you think about your day and you think, oh, I kind of I do snack a lot, and I probably don't eat very healthy for lunch or for dinner, then the next day just focus on changing uh, your eating habits for lunch. You, you want to be able to break break into it so that, again, you're creating that um, that routine and that lifestyle and consistency with it. I think so many people go, oh, I don't want to exercise, so I'm just going to change what I'm eating, and then they cut back on so much of their food and they start, you know, overly counting calories and macros and all that sort of thing. And it for longevity of that, that can be pretty tricky. So I just say, you know, focus on, so for the next three days, you're going to just make sure, keep everything as normal, focus on your lunch, you know, change your lunch to be healthier and then let's work on dinner and then let's work on the snacks. So you kind of take it um, bit by bit. Are you looking for your wedding venue and suppliers? Do you want to have all your wedmen in one place? Need some convenient support from Ali, our wedding planning expert? Well, Wedbooker is your go-to, the only place to plan and book your wedding online. Visit wedbooker.com. 
So speaking of um, making these small changes, but a lot of reasons, a lot of us don't work out as much as probably what we should is the excuse of being too busy or time poor. So Mm. what about for those people who are perhaps working full time, also trying to plan their wedding day too? Maybe they've got kids as well. Um, What are some workout options for those time poor people. And we and we do often see, you know, workouts that are just 15 minutes long. Do those kind of workouts really make a difference? Can you just work out for 15 minutes a day and and see a difference? Absolutely. So my um <laughs> funny you say that. My um <laughs> I'm like 15 minutes how can you look like what kind of a working out only 15 minutes a day <laughs> majority of my fit programs uh the workouts are uh, only 15 minutes each so it is a matter of if if you want to achieve if you are time poor and you do want results then you've got to be willing to to work hard in that 15 minutes but the brilliant thing about that is your body continues continues to burn for longer afterwards. If you're doing that high intensity interval training, your body can, if you do 15 minutes, your body will continue burning um, the majority of the day. And that's something that a lot, like a lot of my members have written saying, oh, I wasn't sure that, you know, that 15 minutes was going to be enough, you know, for me to, to work out and achieve results. But I like, it's absolutely changed their life because especially if they do have children and they are working that, 15 minutes is all they need. They get that endorphin kick. It works their muscles. You know, they feel like it's burning for the rest of the day. They've got energy for the rest of the day. Uh, So you definitely can achieve results with 15-minute workouts for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, you sit down for a cup of coffee and you could, you know, half an hour could go by. You know, you could have done two Mm -hmm. 15-minute workouts in that time. So. (laughs) And, and a 15-minute workout, it doesn't sound quite as scary as so many other workouts, which, I mean, for people who aren't big into exercise or maybe haven't exercised in a while, what would your advice be to those people in getting started? Just because there are so many programs out there and so many options and it can be so overwhelming and a bit intimidating if you've been out of the game for a while. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think, uh, again, not to harp on about it, but I, I bring it back to having people understand why they're wanting to do it in the first place. So they need to work out why they want to achieve a certain result. What is that emotional connection? And then from that, you probably start to work out uh, the things that you do like to do and the things that you don't like to do. And so, I I mean, I I suggest people just get out there and give something a go, you know, go, go for a walk each morning while you're trying to figure out exactly which um, program you want to get started with. And and so many programs have like uh, free trials or gyms have free trials uh, these days that we really are spoilt for choice. So if you understand why you want to achieve it, like achieve a result, then there's the only thing that is getting in the way of you getting started is not understanding that because the options to exercise, uh, like you said, there's so many, there's so many you can choose from and, and no, and no, um, it can be a bit overwhelming, but, but no program is, is wrong. You know, like it, get, get out there and give it a go. You might think, Oh, is, should I choose that one? Or should I choose that one? I don't know which one to start with. Oh, I'll figure it out next week. Just give it a go. Like it doesn't, 
it doesn't matter. No answer is wrong in that regard. The Christmas and New Year period can be a very dangerous time for people who are trying to stick to a fitness program. Obviously, there's a lot of parties on functions and with that, food and alcohol. So what are your tips on getting through this festive period without overindulging and then undoing all your good work? But obviously still enjoying the time as well. Yeah, I think it, it again, it's about consistency. Like if you are, are in a pretty consistent r- routine with exercise and um, eating healthy leading into that time, if you keep that sort of overall um, consistency, then you're going to be okay. Like you, it, you don't want to take any fun out of this festive time because I mean, that's no fun. Like, have the champs with your friends or with your family. And I kind of think if you know that like you're going to a Christmas party or a New Year's party and you know that you're going to have, you know, a few drinks, maybe a little extra uh, and you're going to be out kind of late rather than finding yourself um you know, lighting up at the late night McDonald's or kebab shop <laughs> on your way home, make sure that you already have something at home in the fridge uh, to, to eat. And also just keep yourself hydrated during that time. So if you are, if you are, if you know that you're going to be drinking a little bit more over that time and, and probably eating a bit more food or, you know, ham, salty kind of foods, then keep up your water intake to keep yourself hydrated, which also um, will keep you feeling a bit more full. So then you might not find yourself going back for that second serve at Christmas lunch. You might just go, oh, look, I'll just wait it out for the for the pudding later. You know, so it's, a, it's, a, it's just about uh, being conscious and um, consistent with it and also not, not punishing yourself. Like consistency doesn't mean you have to be really strict on something every single day and be doing it every day. Consistency is about doing it long term and being conscious of your choices. I think if you get up in the morning and you, and you do, yeah, you just go for a walk or you do some sort of um, workout, then it sort of just uh, energizes you for the day. It, it kicks in those endorphins and you feel good about yourself and and you tend to then naturally make healthier choices when you are feeling that way. So I think definitely um, – getting up and, and exercising and, and eating something healthy, especially if you have sort of indul- overindulged the night before, the best thing you can do is move and then fuel your body uh, with some healthy food that next morning. Okay, so my theory of do the exercise and then you can eat all you want does work on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, I like it, I like it. <laughs> So then what about if, if you're sitting here and we've got some brides that are, you know, thinking about starting their fitness journey, if they're looking at getting married sort of um, early end or mid side of next year, would you suggest that they start now just before the silly season kicks in or wait until the new year when all those temptations have passed? I think definitely start now. I, I think the same thing as before. If you're thinking about it, start now. Start creating that consistency, creating that routine for yourself so that um, when you come into the new year, you're already you're already into into the routine. You don't have to be trying yeah. to set it up. I think uh, there's no time like the present to um, <laughs> create uh, create healthy habits. So if you are thinking about it, don't put it off. Just get started, and you don't have to go full throttle. It just 
inject some of that, the healthy choices, activity into your life now, and then just keep it consistent and keep building on it. All right. Okay. So we, we start early, we build up some good healthy habits, and then we sort of try and stay on track. Now, I know before you yeah. said, you know, the two or three weeks, you can start to see some results, but if you don't, it can be a little bit disheartening. So do you have any tips on how to stay motivated and how to stay on track and not just fall off the bad wagon when you think it's not working? Yeah. Again, it comes back to understanding your why, understanding why, um, you are doing it, why you started in the first place and showing up for that same reason, uh, every single time. And if you, if you can understand that and you have an emotional connection to it, then you will keep turning up. But also, like, do little tips for yourself of, you know, make sure that you've got your exercise clothes uh, set out the night before. Have your, mm. your running shoes at the front door or, you know, beside the bed neatly placed. Place them together so that you've consciously the night before you've consciously put them there because you know that you're going to use them the next day so just creating little kind of conscious habits like that where you find yourself um reminding yourself to think about it I think uh rather than sort of thinking oh I'm not motivated today how am I going to get motivated like you almost don't even want to give yourself time to even have that thought you've just created the routine you've put your shoes there because you're going to do it and that's the only option doing it you know and you remember why you want to so was we also have to ask you you obviously obviously you have all your your normal fit programs but you are also launching a natal program in the new year for brides hoping to bump things along post wedding um i'm particularly interested so is ali's we are both pregnant um but i know that a lot of brides uh particularly those who have maybe postponed their wedding from 2020 to 2021 and are like you know as soon as we get married then you know we're going to give it give it a crack to have have kids so we'd love to know a little bit more about this fit natal program as well yeah, I just thought, you know, now that uh, I'm pregnant and going through this journey, I thought it was, you know, the best time to be able to film uh, some workouts for people to do during their first, second and third trimester um, and, and be doing it together. But I've also got the program set out for that pre-pregnancy time. So there is a program if you, are, you know, are trying to conceive or, you know, you're thinking about it and you're wanting to um, you know, get fit and get a, get a bit more activity into your life, then I've got a program that is for that pre-pregnancy. And so then once you know that you've fallen pregnant, you can go into your first trimester, second trimester, third trimester, and then um, I'm yet, once Bub has arrived, I will then be filming the postnatal um, uh, workouts as well. So there'll be, you know, over a year's worth of, program and guidance for soon to be mums to to stay at as active as possible during their um, pregnancy and be looking after themselves so that it's easier once bub arrives to um, get their fitness back which I think is a huge thing for soon to be mums or second time mums it's a lot of it is about that concern of oh how am I going to sort of get back to where I was a lot of it is about what you do during the, the, the process of that nine months. So I just, yeah, I wanted to create a program that allowed mums to feel, you know, confident and just be able to press play at home and do a workout in the lounge room and stay as active as possible. So, yeah, so Amazing. that's going to be launching um, 
early next year, probably towards the end of January, which is really exciting. I'm working on all of it at the moment. So I can't wait to, um, to engage with a lot of the the members who jump on board and um, do that fitnatal program. It'll be really, really exciting. I'm so there for that. I cannot wait. Laws, <laughs> 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 thank you so, so much for joining us here on the Wedding Digest. We've appreciated all your tips. I've learned so much as well. I love the idea that if you've really left it to the last minute, Two weeks before your wedding, it is not too late to make some positive changes. Guys, of course, if you do want to know more about Lauren's programs or find out a little bit more information from her, just go to laurenhannaford.com.au. You'll find all Loz's programs on there. Also her contact details, and we're going to include a link on our Wedbooker website as well. Thank you so much, Loz. We love having you on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been great fun. It's so, so lovely to talk to you both. Well, guys, that wraps up our year of the Wedding Digest podcast. We just want to say a huge thank you to all of our listeners and subscribers for the love and support throughout the whole year. Yeah, and we absolutely cannot wait to be back again in your ears in 2021, even bigger and better, and bringing you more wedding planning tips, chats with brides, and advice from suppliers. So make sure you hit subscribe so you know when we're back in the new year. And if you've just stumbled across our podcast, well, welcome. And there are plenty of episodes for you to check out, so make sure you you scroll through our archives, you'll find handy tips like budgeting for your big day, how to handle the awkward conversations, plus inspiration from some amazing brides. And until we return, if you do need help planning your wedding, you can always reach me on socials at Wedbooker via Instagram or at webbooker.com. And don't be a stranger. I absolutely love hearing from you. Catch you next year, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Wedding Digest. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. And if you love what you hear, feel free to leave us a review. If you want to find out more about any of our featured guests or suppliers mentioned, just head to wedbooker.com. You'll find a detailed blog post on each episode.